This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the June 25th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to talk a little bit about some rookie injuries. Nothing too in depth. We're going to have a ton of rookie analysis on the way. Ryan Kanas is going to come on on Monday. Uh, and I'm sure Jonas and I are going to do some stuff. And Steve, we'll have all these ideas. We're going to go pretty much rookies the entire week. Uh, give you some insight, fits, favorites. We talked about it the other day on Friday with Ed Isaacson. So make sure if you want kind of more of the reality side, that's your pod right there. It's like 52 minutes, a lot of in-depth stuff on the players to watch. Even again, non-fantasy, little fantasy sprinkled in. But this week, we're going to focus on fantasy quite a bit more. And I'm coming on by myself for this one. Just going to go over the injuries. Nothing really, nothing really too much to debate. Um, just something to keep an eye on for risk and things like that. And also wanted to let everyone know of kind of the off-season schedule we got going on. Things will change here and there. And then if something big happens... Like the day KD signs, we'll probably have a quick pod, uh, depending on who's covering news and all that stuff. So um, Monday it'll be with me and Ryan, and then Wednesday is going to be Jonas with me. Uh, you, too much of me. Uh, and then Steve's on for Friday, and we'll have some guests here and there. So we'll have that for the next month or so for free agency. And then beyond that, we'll be bringing in some beat writers, uh, talking some Olympics, a lot of stuff. There's just so much basketball. And interestingly... Um, Kyrie Irving is going to play for Team, uh, Team USA, which surprised me slightly. Um, I mean, the guy just finished wrapping up his NBA season. Game 1, finals last year, busted his kneecap, so it took him a while to get going. Had a really down year after he broke out. But he'll be out there, so props to him. Um, another guy with a, a long season who got hurt, too. Played hurt a little bit, and that's Harry B. Uh, you know you're desperate when it's Harry B time. He will be carrying some luggage. Uh, I'm sure he'll be doing the grunt work, <laughs> and he'll be riding some pine. He'll be the. I mean, he'll probably have some good stats in garbage time um, when they're not playing the big dogs like Spain and and all those guys. Uh, but yeah, let's get down to this. Um, took a little bit of time researching on injuries, and also got to pimp the Roto World site player updates. Uh, Jonas and I, we really went through the papers, and like I said, I dig, dug through a lot of uh, old college papers and all this stuff for the injuries. So, um, yeah, if you want some stuff in writing, what some GMs, coaches, all that stuff are saying, go ahead and bang it there. Pretty much everyone who's fantasy relevant, or even, I mean, if you're playing a dynasty league uh, and they're, you know, even a couple years away, um, we pretty much got something on there for them. And you guys know me, I'll be all over for Summer League. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll be on that. But let's get down to it. Not much for the top pick, Ben Simmons. Um, only thing on him is, was a minor knee injury. He should be, I mean, it's it's very, very minor. Didn't cost him time, wasn't in college. He's, he's all good, so nothing to worry about there. He's a beast. Um, 
Yeah, the first guy that had an injury that comes to note was Jalen Brown. He had an ankle fracture in 2012-2013. That's a sophomore in high school. Um, found this on the, the Team USA under 18 website, and it had some funny notes I wanted to share. Uh, he was an OKC fan growing up, and his must-have pregame snack was a uh, peanut butter and banana sandwich. Ugh. <laughs> And steak and potatoes, which which I can get down on. But, uh, ew, peanut butter and banana sandwich, that sounds so gross. Ankle fractures aren't too big of a deal. It's not much of a recurring thing, so just keep an eye on that. He's fine. Uh, I'm not really high on Brown anyways. A really bad spot for him in Boston uh, with the competition, even with Evan Turner gone, which probably means Evan Turner is a goner. Um, Bulls are in on Turner. Knicks are in on Turner. Uh, and another guy who got hurt, uh, recurring injury alert, was Chris Dunn. He tore his labrum twice within an 18-month span. His dad actually blamed uh, the coaching staff for having it come down to the same shoulder. But uh, Coach Cooley for Providence said that it was in a different spot in the same shoulder. So uh, different spot on the labrum tear. Interesting thing to watch there. But, I mean, this guy's a freak. Uh, he's aggressive, so I, I want to see how... How he holds up um, playing in the aggressive style in the NBA against the bigger bodies and all that. But besides that shoulder injury, he should be ready to go. And man, if Ricky Rubio's dealt, hello. Uh, so Buddy Heald's another guy. Had a, a lot of foot fractures we're going to see here. The good old uh, fifth metatarsal fracture. Very popular basketball injury. We saw the KD Jones fracture that's fifth metatarsal. Um, tons of guys. Uh, I think Brooks was... Aaron Gordon's was just a ton of guys, too many to even list. But they usually bounce back, uh, and KD is a, a really good example. He, uh, I don't think Heald had the Jones fracture, which is the worst of the bunch. You basically break it in the worst spot. Um, fifth metatarsal for the non-medical guys, that's basically your pinky toe, but in the middle, um, midpoint in a way from where your ankle is to where your uh, pinky toe ends. Uh, so, But yeah, don't be worried about that. Should be cool. Uh, he... Looked good. This this injury was in 2013, and he's obviously looked fine since. Um, great player last year. So he's all good. Uh, Marquise Chris had a fractured right wrist uh, right before his freshman season. He only missed three to four weeks. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he, he's all good. Don't worry about that. But it's something that was interesting. I mean, three to four weeks on a wrist fracture I thought was interesting. Uh, I missed uh, about six to eight when I broke my wrist uh, when I was uh, a year younger than Chris was. Um, another guy, uh, actually, just to go back on Heald, had some interesting comments I wanted to bring up really fast. He was talking about Anthony Davis and how they wanted to play off each other, and it sounds like they're going to work that a, a little bit where he could kind of handle the ball. So I'm kind of getting on the Buddy Heald bandwagon for fantasy. I'm not really high on him for reality, but he's in a great spot. I mean, Gentry was saying all the right things about playing him on two ways. Sometimes you get a little bashful playing rookies on defense, but... Uh, it looks like he's going to get some minutes. Um, Don Maker had a broken knuckle. He's it's nothing to worry about. Uh, Dementis Sabonis had a uh, had a bad fall, but he didn't miss any time either, so he's good. We'll see what happens with them. I think that Urson starts. We'll see what OKC does. Um, whether they bring in if they bring in another bigger small forward, you probably bump KD to the four, uh, and then you play Oladipo at the two. Um, I don't think I would bring Oladipo off the bench, uh, which is kind of bad for his fantasy value. Um, we, we saw what happened to Serge. I mean, when Serge is next to KD and Westbrook, uh, guys are top 
five in usage rate pretty much over the past four seasons. Uh, they were one and two uh, three years ago. So, yeah. Anyways, um, keep an eye on Sabonis. Not really fantasy material yet. Uh, we've all heard about the Denzel Valentine, a big reason why he slipped to 14 to the Bulls in a good spot. Uh, but, I mean, he's not that athletic, so we'll see if he can kind of count on his savvy uh, to get get looks and create and all that. He's going to play some point guard, too, apparently, um, you know, as far as running the show goes, you know, running the pick and rolls and all that cool stuff. Um, not much. Couple, a couple fractures for uh, Henry Ellenson. He's fine. Nothing to worry about there. Um, one of the big things that caught my eye, and was a cool story from the Denver Post, there's a blurb on Roto World to check it out, from Malik Beasley. Uh, he had a tibia stress fracture. So this is the the Drew Holiday kind of a, a leg fracture where we saw him have to really be eased into last season. And Drew was great. You had him in fantasy or DFS. You rode him uh, all uh, pretty much once he got the uh, the minutes restriction lifted. Uh, and Bradley Beal, if you're wondering, he was a fibula injury. So tibia is your your big bone in your shin, and your fibula is the back-ish side bone, smaller one that you can't feel. The one when someone kicks your shin, they're kicking your your tibia. But uh, he had a a, uh, a rod put into his leg, more of a precaution because he wanted to heal faster and get ready for the draft and all that, uh, just to be careful so it didn't make it worse. So a lot of guys don't do that. A lot of guys are like, all right, just let it heal. So he played it the smart way. I mean, Bradley Beal didn't really do that. Uh, so props to him. And a cool thing, too, about that story from the Denver Post, his nickname is The Mutant. And he said when he had a, a rod in his leg that kind of helped his mutant mantra. So easy guy to root for. Um, apparently, he's like a super hard worker. He was in the gym during Game 7. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Um, he, what, he, he called his trainer right after he got drafted. He's like, hey, when are we going to work out? Uh, easy, easy guy to root for. I love seeing guys like that. Uh, only thing I don't like about it is his dad's name is Michael Beasley. <laughs> so that's just something you got to be a little careful of. Uh, the big injury guy who's in arguably the best position is Karis LeVert. Uh, this guy, the Nets jumped up, uh, t- took him at 20 uh, with uh, the Thad Young trade. Uh, they basically turned in, uh, grabbed him. He had two foot uh, stress fractures uh, on the same foot, lefty, not good. And he had a, a fifth metatarsal fracture on the left foot, different bone. But, man, that is a lot of left foot injuries for one guy, for a guy who counts on his athleticism. Uh, he is the poster child for the red flag, I'd say, in this draft. If you, I don't want to call him the Embiid. But, uh, yeah, he has the, the biggest red flag of the bunch, and that's why he slipped. And this guy is good. He had one of the best efficiencies of all these high-volume guys. Only played 14 games last year. But this kid could play, man. Combo guard, um, like Ed was saying on Friday, he could fill it up, man. And com- competition's not there. Rondé Hollis Jefferson isn't that much of a scorer, uh, even when he got minutes before he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, Jared Jack, they may let him go and eat that 500K. Uh, or they may try to trade him or something, uh, or see what see what they can work together. Uh, a lot of teams may want to see what they can get for him. Uh, and it was surprised they couldn't unload him uh, to a team on draft day. He should be pretty close to being ready. What tore his ACL pretty much right around New Year's, so he'll have a good eleven months uh, to get ready to go uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, another guy. 
uh, Richardson, sorry if I can't pronounce all these names, Malachi Richardson, uh, Syracuse rookie, tore his ACL in high school, but he looked fine. Super athletic, uh, 3-and-D guy. Uh, can't do much else, though, so he, he's super raw. Uh, can't count on him yet. And another guy who has a kind of an injury red flag was uh, Scal Levissier. He had a, an L5, so that's lumbar 5, like one of the big bones in your lower back. Uh, in his junior year in high school, he said couple months later that uh, it was still lingering so it kind of hung around for a little bit uh, he also had knee tendonitis so I mean teenagers have a knee tendonitis it's a little scary and that's probably why he slipped all the way to 28 the Kings so keep an eye on him uh, I don't expect the Kings to play him almost at all um, they're pimping Papa Giannis all of a sudden another uh, late injury uh, a la Malik Beasley is Damian Jones he tore his pectoral at draft workouts, putting up 185. So uh, keep that guy away from the bench press. Uh, and his introductory press conference still had his arm in a sling. He said he has about a six-month recovery. Bob Myers, the GM, was saying, looking at an early next season start. Uh, they really like this kid, engineering major, uh, real bright kid out of Vanderbilt. So we'll see if he can get out there. Um, if Hey, if the Warriors are all in on KD, they're going to be missing some guys. <laughs> They're going to be missing Festus, Harry B, and maybe Bogut uh, to clear the clear the way. So, hey, if Bogut's gone and if Festus is gone, you're looking at Kevon Looney <laughs> and James Michael McAdoo and a lot of Dre at the five. I mean, that's why they drafted him. That's probably why they went for him over a guy who everyone thought was a better prospect in Deontay Davis. So... Yeah, you know, a lot of people are hoping for KD there. Uh, moving on down the line, 32nd pick Ivanka Zubak was almost a lottery pick coming into the draft. Uh, he slipped to 32. He had a navicular stress fracture. That's the bone. That's kind of the death bone. Uh, you hear big men having that injury. His wasn't as bad. Uh, he's been fine since he turned 17. He's 19 now. But something to watch uh, if you see his, his foot kind of go, go out on him. Um, Malcolm Brogdon also had a foot fracture in 2012, ended his season, freshman year UVA, four-year player. He's been super durable since. Again, foot fractures, man, what's with that? Uh, very common injury uh, for these guys. Uh, a lot of sprained ankles, but I'm, I don't, we don't really care about that. Uh, Chinua Owanu, he, uh, he has an older brother who famously was kept over Isaiah Thomas for the Kings. <laughs> Whoops. Um, he has a heart condition. This is similar to what LaMarcus Aldrich had uh, way back in the day. Aldrich missed a couple weeks, and he was all good. Uh, it's just a little bit of an, uh, his heart doesn't have a, a normal rhythm. Uh, very, very minor, and he should be good. You get a couple electric shocks, very minor shocks, charges to kind of get the rhythm back, and he should be all good. Uh, I'm sure he'll just have you know a couple more checkups, make sure that the arrhythmia is not developing again so he's all good uh isaiah whitehead another guy the nets kind of really rolled the dice on some risky players super high volume super low efficiency so not not my kind of player in that regard but the guy can score uh he had uh stress reaction in his foot again right foot fractures right um he missed five weeks in his freshman season and he's looked pretty much fine since again foot fractures it's, it's hard to hit or miss and uh, usually it's way, way bad, or you're okay. Like, Levert, way, way bad. Uh, Brooke, kind of bad. Katie's been kind of bad, except right off the bat, right, when he kind of had it early and they brought him back too soon. But 
he had that surgery, by the way. I uh, just realized uh, he had kind of the ad- advanced surgery that not a lot of people were take- having at the time um, to give him more time off. And, hey, KD's looked awesome. Um, but, yeah, back to Whitehead. We'll be talking about him a lot. Um, very curious to see what he does in the summer league. This guy is going to have uh, pretty much the C.J. McCollum kind of green light. Uh, C.J. McCollum in his uh, first year of summer league. Guy took like 22 shots a game. Georges Yang, we talked about him on the pod on Friday. He's kind of a late sleeper, four-year player out of Iowa State. Guess what his injury was? Fifth metatarsal. Um, fractured it uh, pretty much in the last game uh, in the 2014 NCAA tournament, so a couple years ago. He's been fine since. Uh, and kind of an interesting thing I uh, found, too, was Joel Ballenboy, uh drafted from the Jazz, who the coaches compared to Paul Millsap, power forward, drafted in the second round. Uh, obviously, Millsap didn't have to play behind Derek Favors and my boy Trey Lyles. But Ballenboy separated his shoulder, played the next game, which was awesome. Um, yeah, and then also Paul Zipster has an extra bone in his foot, which is craziness. All right, that'll do it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening. Hopefully I, my mom is proud of me for using my biology degree for once, uh, breaking down these injuries. Good stuff. And hopefully my pronunciation was half as good as Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum is, who is the ultimate at pronunciation. Uh, he is he's so good. Uh, so thanks for listening. As always, any questions, please hit me up at Mike S. Gallagher. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend or the rest of your week if you're listening late. Thanks again. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.